0: Welcome to Thrive, transformative strategies for the new year. The CLA Virtual Conference poised to redefine your approach to success. Today, we unite under the banner of innovation, ready to forge new paths in personal and professional growth. Each speaker today brings unique insights to propel us forward. Get ready to explore innovative strategies that will enhance your growth journey in 2024. Thanks, everyone. Master Coach Rich Grogan here. All right. Well, greetings, everyone. Master Coach Rich Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. So what we're going to talk to you about today is uh, unleash your legacy, seven pillars to warrior confidence. And we'll start off. I can envision back to December 17th, 2017. It's kind of the day when I finally said enough. I'm tired of being stuck. And I'm tired of not living the life I was born to live. And that's the day I developed Warrior Confidence. And essentially, the day my life changed forever. Well, there I was a decade before then, the business owner, the entrepreneur I'd always wanted and strived to be, staring at my business owner bank account, 26 cents in savings and 13 cents in checking. How in the world? Rich, you're all else. good. Keep talking. I hear somebody. We, we I hear somebody hear else's you. podcast. We can't hear anything. We can only hear you. Okay. I'll turn this down. But there I was wondering how in the world I was going to tell my pregnant wife that we were going bankrupt again. You know, this certainly wasn't the life I dreamed of as a kid. Add in not only a second bankruptcy, a house foreclosure, possessions, health issues. Holy smokes. And, But as bad as those things were, it's still was the most painful and still is today was the words in a minute, buddy. And in a minute, buddy was the words I used to tell my Austin. He would come running downstairs to my office, big smile, blue eyes, had his baseball glove and he'd say, dad, can we play? And I would say, well, in a minute, buddy, let daddy finish up on this. And he'd go run off and do his thing. And then come back several minutes later and say, dad, has it been a minute yet? I'm like, oh, buddy, in, in a minute. He'd run off again and he'd come back. And the next time I'd say, all right, buddy, just sit tight right here. We'll just wait. We're, we're going to play in just a little bit. Just hold tight for daddy. And he would lay down. Next thing I know, he's asleep on his glove. And I would say, ah, darn it, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to be a better dad. I'm going to do a better job. Now, that was my intentions. However, intentions and reality, sometimes are vastly different. You know, the whole world's built on good intentions, but it's what you do that actually makes a difference. So back to my pity party in the basement of going bankrupt, thinking, man, not only have I essentially shunned my family, put them on the back burner, my wife, she was always supportive, but I wasn't there to support her or my kids while trying to grow this business, and I was bankrupt for the second time. So I was having a pretty good little pity party. And in the midst of that, when I finally blamed everybody I possibly could for my own disasters, I sat there, just breathing, thinking. At that time, and I'm telling you to this day, I believe it was God that said to me, all right, big boy, I've knocked your butt down again. What are you going to do about it? Do you truly believe all that stuff you talk about, all that motivation, all that inspiration about getting back up and fighting another round? Well, let's see what you got. As if that wasn't a shock enough, the next song that pops up on my playlist is Lose Yourself by Eminem. (laughs) I'm sure those two are connected, God and Eminem. But anyway, uh, I would like to think they are. But hearing those words, you get one shot, one opportunity. Are you going to seize it or let it slip? Woo! Man, the tears started flowing down my face. Listening to that whole song, I knew what I had to do. I had to get back up. But I still had no clue on what I was going to do to fix the situation. So I battled through the bankruptcy and then did my best to get off the island that I was on. And I say an island because I always felt like I was on an island by myself. Well, the truth is, yeah, I was on an island by myself filled with the wrong people. So I had to swim off that island to go to another island. And when I did, I found, holy smokes, there's people out there that think the way I do. There's other people that have this entrepreneurial spirit. There's other people that have this mentality of, I know I was born, I was made for something better than just working a nine to five or just fitting in. And found a mentor. First thing he asked me was, What's the last good book you read? Good book I read. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I read a book, period. Well, he gave me a couple books to read. Well, next I'm joining some mastermind groups. Next I'm joining another group of influencers. My point is, until I swam off that island by myself and found an island that I should have been on all along, which I didn't know was out there, that's when things started to happen. That's when things started to change. You only know what you know. And the only way to learn and grow is to find people, to find your circle. Now, I had connected with other martial arts academies and other martial arts businesses, but they were all pretty much in the same rut I was in. Once again, you have to get off that island. So fast forward, I was able to eventually pay off the bankruptcy. We're able to build the business up and eventually sell the business. And now move my whole family. I'm in Florida. I got a better relationship with my wife and my kids financially, mentally, spiritually, physically, I'm in a better place than I've ever been. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about is the seven pillars of warrior confidence and how to unleash your legacy. And what am I talking about with legacy? Well, if you don't instill in your kids and those you lead and those you mentor something to carry on your legacy, you're gonna be forgotten. And it's not that you have to be remembered, but we all have a unique God-given talent. We all have our own personal core values and leadership principles. That we believe should be implemented, not only in our kids, but in society and those we mentor. But if we don't pass those gifts on, that's it. I think about him a Zig Ziglar trainer, speaker, coach. And up until 2012, I'd never even heard of Zig Ziglar. And unfortunately, that's the year he passed away. Today, not name dropping, but I'm actually pretty good friends with Tom Ziglar, Zig's son. My oldest son, Austin, he works for Tom Ziglar. That's developing a legacy. Tom Ziegler is continuing to push on and enhance the world with the message that his dad started. So how do the seven pillars of warrior confidence fit in? Well, I've broken them up into three categories. The first category is mindset, and that's the first two letters of warrior. The mindset principles and pillars are wisdom. That's the W. You've got all, well, let me back up got to remember, as Socrates says, all I know is I know nothing. You've got to be humble enough to realize that I am willing to learn. I am willing to accept the fact that, like I was going bankrupt for the second time, man, I need some help. And that means I've got to get off this island. I've got to get out there and find some help. Because you only know what you know, and you can only go as far as the knowledge you have. Others have walked the path. Others have fought the battle. Others have experienced probably the same thing you're experiencing right now. I mean, that's why you're here at this summit, to learn, to grow, to achieve the wisdom of others. So wisdom, it's got to start off with wisdom. The mindset because that is the absolute most important part. But in order to obtain that wisdom, you've got to be humble enough to admit, man, I'm willing to learn and grow. The A, the second letter in warrior, attitude, baby attitude. You've got to have what I call an attitude of excellence. That, mean you're, that means you're going to go into every battle, every, well, every day, and every day has its own individual battles, right? But whatever setback, whatever challenge you faced or are facing right now, you got to have that attitude of excellence, man. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to battle through. I'm going to overcome this, but it all starts with the attitude. Your attitude is the fuel for your mind to give you that right let's say here turbocharge <laughs> to push that effort because one thing to have a great attitude if there's no effort to follow it up what do you got you just kind of spin in there all right i got a great attitude yes that's good but you got to follow it up and in order to sustain, sustain that attitude of excellence. That kind of migrates into what I the positive mental attitude. We've all heard of that before. But exactly what is a positive mental attitude? Some people will say, hey, with a positive mental attitude, man, you can do anything. I disagree. A positive mental attitude can help you do anything better than a negative mental attitude can. But just because you have a positive mental attitude doesn't mean you can do anything. What a positive mental attitude does, it releases the talents you already have and makes those better. An example, what I mean by you can't do anything. Well, Shaquille O'Neal, heck of a basketball player, heck of a rebounder, right? Parked right in front of the net. If you don't know who Shaquille O'Neal is, uh, he's about 320 pounds. He's a basketball player, big man, big heart too. But as great as he was at basketball, I don't care how positive his mental attitude is, would not be a very good horse jockey. Think about it. I have a very positive mental attitude, but you certainly wouldn't want me do an open-heart surgery on you. So what positive mental attitude doesn't mean you can do anything, but it does mean you can do anything better than negative mental attitude. Think of positive mental attitude as almost like when you flip a light switch, you flip that switch, that energy, that stored energy has been there waiting to be released. That positive mental attitude takes your talents and your abilities and releases them. That is what uh, a positive mental attitude does. So those are the first two, the W for wisdom and the A attitude. The next uh, three I call the core values, RRI, and it starts off with respect. The first R is for respect because if you don't have respect for yourself, and what I mean by that is you don't take care of yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, then it's very difficult for you to respect anything or anyone else. I believe the true reason we have so much disrespect in this world is because we have so little self-respect. So many people have so little respect for themselves. And the unfortunate thing, and I talked about my kids earlier, and, yeah, it's true, and I used to hate to admit it and never talk about it, that I kind of, and neglect's a tough word. I mean, they were well taken care of. My wife kind of burdened the load of both of them. But I wasn't there for them as much as I wanted. And that's something... When I talk about the legacy that I got to live with the rest of my life. So if you've got young kids at home, you need to be there, mind, body, and spirit for them, because you can never get that time back. But at the same time, you've got to make sure you take care of yourself, respect yourself in order to set the example for them. And I promise you, the more respect you have for yourself, example you set for your kids, the more respect they're going to have for the world and themselves. So respect, it's first R respect. All self, I mean, all respect starts with self respect. The second R stands for reliability. You have got to be reliable for your kids, for your spouse, and those you lead. And how can you be reliable? One, when you're there, be there. Oftentimes, I know even when I was home, I wasn't there. I was at the martial arts academy, I was out giving a speech. And then when I was at the Martial Arts Academy or out giving a speech or I was a PE teacher during the day as well, if I was there, I was thinking about, gosh darn it, when I get home, I'm going to do a better job with my family. I'm going to spend time with my kids. So when I was at work, I was thinking about my family. When I was at family, I was thinking about work. Well, I was never anywhere. Be where your feet are. Be reliable to your family. They know you're going to be there. And in order to be reliable, it kind of goes back to the respect. You have to respect yourself by doing the things you say you're going to do, by taking care of yourself and leading by example. So be reliable to your family. The last core value is the I, and the I stands for integrity. And integrity is, think about the root word of integrity, it's integer. And what is an integer? An integer is a whole being. So that means you either have integrity or you don't. It's all or nothing. It's not that I have integrity here, but not here. you know what i have integrity when it serves my purposes but any other time you know it's okay to breach my integrity a little bit no it's not integrity is a whole being now am i perfect with all these letters no but the more i talk about them i know the better i get at them right because i don't want to be what's that ugly word a hypocrite (laughs) so i want to plant these seeds in your mental garden so you can do a better job to establish these seven core pillars in order to live the life you were born to live, in order to leave the legacy you were born to leave. So integrity, doing what you say you're going to do, when you say you're going to do it, regardless if you still feel like it or not. Good, good? All right, those are the three, what I call core values, the middle right there, the RRI. The last two, the legacy and leadership principles. The first one's the O, and the O stands for opportunistic. A warrior must be and prepare in the background for that opportunity when it presents itself. Therefore, as that Eminem song says, you can capture You can seize that opportunity. Oftentimes I hear, hear people say, oh, he got lucky or she got lucky. Well, you know what luck is? Luck is when preparation is met with that opportunity, meaning you've done the work in the background. You've prepared. You, you, you've you done those push-ups. <laughs> you've ran those miles if you're a uh, uh, – an athlete, right? You've put in the time or an entrepreneur. You've read those books. You've attended those workshops. If you're a speaker, you've rehearsed that speech countless times because you're preparing for that opportunity. When it presents itself, you're going to be ready for it. And unfortunately, kind of a scarcity, limited mindset will say, well, yeah, but what if my opportunity never comes? Well, there, there is a chance and a risk that happens. However, I would much, much, much rather be prepared for that opportunity and maybe it never happened. All I know is everything I've done is helping better myself and set the better example for my kids. But if I don't do all that and that opportunity does present itself, I'm not gonna be ready for it. So I'm not gonna be able to seize that moment. So prepare, 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 and I promise. It probably won't happen as quickly as you want because it seems to never happen that way, but that opportunity will present itself and I want you to be ready for it. Once again, kind of goes back to those core values integrity doing what you say you're going to do being reliable to your own word and to your kids and then most importantly the core value being respectful to yourself and those that you, that uh, those that you lead the last letter the third r the last r that r is resilience that's the foundational piece because in every single step along the way in every single one of those pillars Every single time I was knocked down with the bankruptcies, the house foreclosures, the car repossessions, the health issues, I had to be resilient to get back up. And we know that a definition of a true champion is not someone who never fails. It's the person who fails but forgets to stay down because they're determined to get back up. And I say forgets to stay down because oftentimes people will say, oh, well, yeah, I had a setback and I forgot to get back on this path. I forgot to do this again. Well, maybe you did or maybe it wasn't a priority or maybe you weren't resilient enough to take on that challenge again, to get back up and fight one more round. Resilience is all about having that grit, that determination, that perseverance to say, I don't give a darn how many times you knocked me down. I'm getting back up each and every time. Why? Because. Not only am I resilient, but the reason I'm resilient is because I want to set the type of example for my kids, for those that I mentor, for those that I lead to create that legacy so they can continue to create that legacy after I'm gone. Well, if one thing we certainly need in society today is good core values, good mindset, and absolutely do we need resilience and grit and determination because so many, not only kids, but I see it all the time with entrepreneurs first sign of adversity. They're giving up. And I get it. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. As Rocky says, it's a mean, nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. We got to get back up. And not only for ourselves, but I can't stress this point enough because that's kind of the title of the talk. Unleash your legacy, right? (laughs) It's for those you lead. Most importantly, your kids. They are going to follow and do what they see you do. I mean... We've all seen parents, and and maybe we were one at one time. Maybe we still are. We tell our kids one thing, but we do completely the opposite. What kind of example is that? Now, I'm not pointing fingers, because as embarrassing as it is, I've done those things. Kids, don't drink. Don't drink. Don't drink. It's okay for me, because I'm an adult. Well, if you want to have a drink, that's your prerogative. I don't drink anymore. There's no need in it in my mind. One, I want to set the best example. I used to always exercise, but when my life kind of went down, I got knocked down, so to speak, what I forget about my physical health, my spiritual health was always come and go my physical health or my mental health. Sorry. Mental health was always well, until I learned I could read, which was 2012. I mean, I guess I could prior to that. I somehow got a degree in kinesiology and got a job as a PE teacher, but I wasn't taking advantage of the opportunities. I wasn't preparing. That's what put me through all the setbacks. Now, were those setbacks going to happen regardless? Who knows? That's part of my journey, part of my story. I guess that's what makes it unique. But I'll tell you the, the truth. It probably isn't as unique as you might think. Maybe you haven't gone through the bankruptcies. I hope that you haven't. But I can almost guarantee that every single one of us at some point in time have felt like we're right there on the brink of our destiny, ready to leap into our greatness, ready to seize that opportunity. And then what's life do? Bam! This is with a right hook of reality and drops us. And at that point, we have to make that determination. Am I going to get back up and fight another round? Or am I going to lay here? And I promise you this. The longer you lay there and contemplate getting back up, the harder it's going to be to get back up. You got to get back up as quickly as you can. Because you get back up as quickly as you can, you're going to fight that, what I call mental bully, that bully in our head, And that bully in our head, and maybe, and I talked about this a lot with some bullying presentations I've given, I had bullying as a kid. I always thought I was bullied until I realized I was only bullied because I allowed it to happen. And the reason I say that is because the meanest bully, wasn't that kid in sixth grade or in high school or wherever, the meanest bully was the one in here, always reminded me that I was a dumb, poor farm kid, that I had learning difficulties that I was small, that I was short, I was undersized. Anytime I went to accomplish something or do something, that bully was chirping. And anytime I'd have a setback or a failure, what was that bully doing? Ah, that's just validation that you're not good enough. You're never going to be good enough. Always there, always chirping. So what is so important about resilience and the reason it's last, because not if, but when you get knocked down, You have to make that determination to get back up as quickly as you can. And when you do, you're building a solid foundation to build on. So the next time you get knocked down, maybe it's not as far of a fall, but you're also conditioning yourself to get back up much quicker. And the quicker you get back up, the more you're silencing that bully. We allow that bully in our mind to keep chirping. It's going to talk us out of our dreams. So a quick recap, what have we been through? We've been through get a mentor. Get a guide, join a leadership organization, something that's going to help you learn, grow, and become your very, very best. That's the wisdom. The attitude, have an attitude of excellence. The first are respect, respect yourself in everything you do. Be reliable for your family, for your kids, for those you mentor. Have integrity in everything you say and everything you do. Be opportunistic. Prepare, prepare, prepare for that opportunity when it presents itself. And the last are, be resilient in everything you do by setting the best example so you can leave a legacy that ripples through not only time, baby, but through generations. And I believe that's what we're all born to do. Utilize our unique God-given talents in order to leave a legacy that others can follow to utilize our shortcomings, our hardships, our troubles to make life better for others. Can you do that? Absolutely. Are you going to do that? That's a question you have to answer. I believe in you. I believe in what you have to offer. You've been given a God-given talent that nobody else has. Please share that talent with the world. Thank you so very much, everybody, for listening. I'm very honored, very blessed. My name is Master Coach Rich Grogan. You can find me online at Real Rich Grogan, and the website is WarriorConfidence.com. Have a blessed everybody. God bless. Thank you so much. Thank you for engaging with this session of Thrive. As we continue with our next speaker, remember the insights and strategies shared are steps towards your transformative journey this year. Stay connected for more empowering talks. The Connected Leaders Academy is committed to your ongoing journey of growth and excellence. Remember, this journey is just beginning. Let's keep the momentum going. Join our community at www.connectedleadersacademy.com.